Hey, Joseph. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Listen, man, I you know I love you to death, but I don't, I don't, I don't uh, tolerate tardiness on the podcast. You know that. <laughs> I'm like one or two minutes late. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't appreciate tardiness. You know how I get down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, I got to give you. I, I meant to give you your black card back uh, about a year ago when we met. Excuse me, Sand Hill Dunes. It's a big tourist spot in Nebraska. I looked it up, and you were right. So I'm a, I'm a give it back to you, okay? It's a big spot in Nebraska. Sand Hill Dunes. Remember you told me about the tourist spot? Oh, Sand about? Hill Dunes, the Sand Hills. Yeah. 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 I've never. I was... Yeah. So yeah, I looked it up, and I, actually, I was watching a. Uh, what was I watching? I was watching um. Something on YouTube, and they're talking about the tourist places in Nebraska, and Sand Hill Dunes was a. <laughs> they said it was one of the most, you know, places. I was like, oh my god, I gotta apologize well, to that fool. Yeah, oh. that, that's that's one of the things we're known for as far as the as far as nature goes. You know, aside from the football, yeah, that's what Nebraska is known for. But most yeah, ironically, yeah. live here, we don't do that really. Yeah. Yeah, it's more thing, more than it? more than nature lovers and more honestly more environmentalists tend to tend to get into that. So I'm one of them, but I, I don't get into I'm not an, I'm a city boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you know Nebraska has the the biggest the biggest uh man-made forest in the United States? No, I, I, I didn't know that. What now where is this located? I don't know where I was. Like I said, I watched it on that show. It, it had like a lot to do with Nebraska, and um, and I was just watching it, and they showed the uh, the forest. So they were comparing Nebraska to Iowa, and what how they're different, how they're the same, and everything. And they told me about the forest. I was like, wow, I didn't know that. Like Nebraska has like the biggest man-made, not the biggest forest, the biggest man-made right, man forest. human-made. Well, if you think yeah. about it, that, makes sense because I mean, obviously. We have we have some wooded area, like, you know, obviously uh, um, Wilderness Park in Lincoln, Lancaster County, and some other wooded, that one, that one area as you drive between, as you go drive from Lincoln to Omaha, and it's right at Platte River. Um, mm -hmm. There, you know, it's, it's, it's really hilly there, and there's a bunch of trees. It kind of, to those who don't know Nebraska well, it's, it's the closest thing where it looks like the East Coast. Uh, yeah. uh, for Nebraska, basically, like you know, like New England or something like that. It's the closest thing um, to those who don't know Nebraska well. Yeah. It's, so no, I'm not surprised. What else could we do it? But but uh, synthetically, we'd have to make it. Humans would have to make it. So it kind of makes sense that we would yeah. have the largest, you know, the largest human-made forest. Yeah, that that kind of makes sense actually. No, didn't know that. So let's 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 get to that. I'm 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 gonna be more of a moderator because since you're the author, and I no, congratulations <laughs> on your book. That book looks so interesting. I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm gonna buy it this Friday. Um, oh, oh, I, you I, mean I, my new one that came out? Yeah, yeah. I see it. You you tag. I looked at. It, I was like, oh, that looks really interesting. I'm gonna, I'm actually you know you you're not, you're not you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, but that looks pretty good. So I'm gonna read that. I, I actually well, yeah, it's, read it's paranormal, like uh, omnibus paranormal e stories because it's it's my. All, all of my, um, because all of my paperback novels that I have, um, that's only a portion, but they're all sci-fi. 
but none of my paranormal e store, none of my paranormal ebooks that I have, I've never published them in print. So I was last year. I was like, you know, I I want them. If something happens with these platforms, or you know, even just from a more basic standpoint, it'd be kind of cool to have a book to snuggle up to uh, during like the fall. People who like ghost stories and and you know, just just old fashioned scary paranormal fun stories and that way you don't have to have a you, it doesn't have to be electronic it's just paperback you just take oh, it with you everywhere you go when you go camping and stuff like that you know oh well thank you for plugging your book on my podcast without permission <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> oh but I, I, pre- I appreciate i appreciate you saying that though thank you no, nah, no, nah, but yeah, it looks pretty interesting though. So I'm definitely gonna listen to it then because I uh it looks interesting. But let's let's uh let's uh but first before you know what I what I'm gonna get into, what we're gonna get into tonight, I wanna preface by saying, you know, like I, I really hope uh like my thoughts are really with the you know that Tyrese um family. Oh my goodness. That is and, a um, whole nother ball of wax right there. Yeah, I, I just hope um oh man. So I, I know what how it's like. I just hope like his, his mother and his family, and um, that's for another podcast, you know. So it is. But can I say this real quick, please, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, uh, Jerome? Because I I learned this when I was listening. Because I, I listen to a lot of live stream news uh, when I'm walking or you know out for my exercise or at work because uh, I work maintenance. So I don't work with customers in fast food, which and I don't want to say the, na- the name of the place where I work, but it's in fast food. Anyway, so I have like one earbud in my ear as I'm working and all this stuff. So I don't remember it was either when I was walking or I was working and I heard this, it was MSNBC or um, CNN or whichever one it was or BBC or Al Jazeera, whichever one it was. But something, according to one of these sources that I heard, Approximately, there's been over 1,000 people cops in 2022, last year. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, the majority of them, of course, are black people. Uh, th- this person didn't break down who it was, but that's a, I can't remember who it was, but it was, it, was a, it, was, um, uh, it was an expert as a guest, as a guest speaker. And then the same person said, since 2015, and by the way, this is one. Hats off to them for keeping track of this. Wall Street Journal, folks, uh, according to them, I, I believe I have that right, Wall Street Journal, they kept track since 2015, I guess because of the Michael Brown situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I guess that's why they started um, when, you know, the, the black guy that was, uh, I forgot, did he survive or was he killed? I don't remember. No, he was killed in Ferguson. Okay. All right. And that was Missouri, right? Just outside of St. Louis, right? Yep. Okay. Um, anyway, since 2015, up until I think about last year, something like, what is it? Like it's, it's over 8,000 people have been killed by cops, by cops since then. I think it's closer to 10,000. I think it was double digit thousand, like 10,000 since 2015, since Michael Brown's killing. And again, this person didn't take the time to break down the racial makeup, but we know based on other stats, the majority of cops that are killed uh, the, the the majority of people that cops kill are African American men, specifically. Yeah. So think think about that, folks. Since yeah. over ten thousand uh, people were killed by cops since twenty fifteen. That's according to Wall Street Journal. Uh, not Wall Street. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Not 
that's conservative. I'm sorry. Uh, I always get those two mixed up because of Was- Washington Post. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Because of the W. Wall Street Journal. Was- sorry. Washington Post. Sorry. Let me correct myself. So, pass off to Washington Post for keeping track of that. I just wanted to interject that. And that's very important to what you were just talking about, Jerome. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks for giving that, man. Um, um, let's 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 get to the issue at hand. Like, I'm gonna be more of a moderator because I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm very passionate about this. And but you you know more, you know more about it than I do, though. I mean, I do have some ideas, but okay. go ahead. All right. Okay, but no, nah, I'm not just going to talk about what I told you earlier specifically. I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. the whole, um, I don't know, you want to say genre or right. the whole trend. Um, I, I, okay, let's just get into it because it, it's been I've been boiling all day and I'm angry. So you, you may you may want to set it up real quick for your audience. Oh yeah, so hey, audience, whoever listens to me, um, <laughs> they're coming out with a black Superman. The reports are, and y'all know I love Michael B. Jordan. He's supposed to play him. Michael B. Jordan is like the perfect human being <laughs> to me. I think he is the perfect. He's good looking. He's a great actor. He's just the perfect human being to me. Um, But I would also say that um, I don't subscribe to changing the race of any superhero because it sets a bad precedent and Superman is white. And I know this podcast might get on Fox news. I joked about that with you earlier, Joe said they might get on Fox news, but um, Superman's white. And the people that, that made Superman, I think they were Jewish, white, Jew, white and Jewish. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Well, I expect them to make a white character if they're white. That's not, I just expect it. So, of course, Superman that they make up is going to be white. But if we're going to talk about changing races and and I, I'm all for representation. Right? I mean, I'm all for it. But if we're just doing it just for the whole point of representation and then that, that character to me kind of loses its luster, it kind of loses, it kind of gets watered down because Superman is white. And this has nothing to me, nothing to do with me being brainwashed by a white society and everything else, thinking that white people are superior. But he's a he's a white character. So my question to you, Joseph, is because you read comic books when you were growing up. Yeah, um, I, I still do now in my fifties. I still read comic books. Okay, which is fine. I mean, I mean, like I said, I never read away. I'm in the process of reading uh, one of the flashes from the seventies. Oh yeah, okay. How do you feel about? Uh, movies and shows changing uh, the race or sexuality of a character you know just in general I, I don't want to say for anyone just for general okay. so would you, would you say it's representation Joseph or would you just say it's a money grab or what would you just say would it... I, I, would, I would personally say a bit of everything I, th- I think it's a bit of everything that you said because remember, in, uh, and you and I behind the scenes, we talk a lot. A lot of people don't realize how much we talk behind the scenes. Obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we're friends. So um, we were friends before a podcast and all that. Uh, uh, but anyway, uh, it is show business. And, and believe you me, there's the emphasis is on business. 
if they if they don't make a profit, uh, as in the studios, the movie studios, they don't make a profit, they can't make movies. It's that simple. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, yes, it is fun. It, it's show business, but in in order to have the show business, you got to make sure this business where it stays stays afloat business wise. So yes, they have to go based on, and I'm sure they do their marketing. They, and they do the, they have their test. Everybody's heard about this, like with Batgirl, for for a good example. After uh, 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 DC something like ninety million dollars, and anyway, they did a test. Uh, they had a test study, a st test group. They didn't like it, and, and then they 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 threw away the whole damn project. Uh, uh, DC after spending ninety million nine zero million dollars on it, and but they did that because in the long run they know that they'll make more money by doing that. Okay. So, so I'm prefacing that they have to consider this. And uh, uh, as a good business model, they wouldn't do it as far as like the that movie studios. They wouldn't consider changing the race or the, gender, uh, the uh, um, uh, or whatever other um, uh, ism, if you will, uh, of, a, of a main character, or especially a protagonist, sometimes an antagonist. Um, uh, I'm thinking about um, Battlestar Galactica. Um, and the, the, um, I'm thinking about uh, Boomer, the character Boomer, and the original TV series. He, uh, Boomer was a black guy, but in the, the reincarnation of the, in the early 2000s, they made uh, Boomer into a white woman. Wow! And but it was, it was yeah, it was, it was well received. Uh, um, um, anyway, um, okay, so so yes, there's the business part of it, but it also reflects society. That so it's the cynical was well, just business. There's that too, but it's an arts. And again, we talked about this before is going, the art, the arts is going to reflect what's going on in society. And, you know, whether it's paintings, uh, NFTs or streaming or movies on the big screen, we're seeing a lot more LGBTQ, which is great. I think we're seeing, um, a more African-American and other, uh, protagonists and, and movies, uh, with uh, there, which is great. And there's like, for instance, um, there's kind of like this, this subgenre of black kind of horror film. Um, uh, like, you know, like I forgot the name of it. I saw one of them. Um, there's, there's Nope, which is sci-fi, not horror. All, you know, mostly a uh, black cast. And, you know, I forgot, I forgot the name of the other ones, but of the past few years, those have been popular because it is reflecting society. So I think it's a little bit of both. Now, asking me, how do I feel about it? I, I, I kind of have mixed feelings as far as like taking an existing uh, um, protagonist or antagonist and then making them into another race. Gender. Uh, when I say gender, I'm, I'm using gender more uh, broadly to mean um, LGBTQ or sexual orientation, or it could be the sexes, as in man or as in female or male, when I say that. So I'm using the word gender broadly because it's just quicker. Um, but th there's a slight difference. Um, I, I personally, I'm totally fine with it personally. Um, it's, it's not something that I personally would do. Uh, uh, and I, we talked about this in one of your podcasts before and also behind the scenes. And I've always said this, and I want to use two examples if I could, uh, Jerome, I I've always said, I think a better approach in my personal opinion is to create new characters mm -hmm. that are racially, racially diverse and, 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 and uh, gender diverse. And here's, here are two examples. And, and, you know, well, uh, sticking with, well, we're, we're going to be on the, um, on the Marvel side here. Um, as far as movies go, 
Well, actually, well, one is comic. Anyway, uh, Iron Man, and everybody knows about Rhodey, um, uh, Tony Stark's friend, uh, Colonel James Rhodes, and uh, Rhodey stands for Rhodes, to those who don't know. Uh, uh, Iron Man, uh, Tony Stark, has a friend who, who's in the military. He's African-American, and, and uh, his name is, is, is Rhodes, you know, James Rhodes. Rhodes. He's a colonel. And, and I talked about this with you as well, uh, uh, Jerome. The way, and I've got it right here. I brought up my my some of my comics, um, not just Iron Man, but some other comics for reference. Um, number one seventy. I did a little, you know, preparing for this uh, for this podcast. I did a little quick research, and mm-hmm. one seventy uh, comic book number one seventy is is um, it's it's kind of a, a um, seen as a significant um, a significant issue uh, or addition. Because that's where um, it has where Rhodey uh, is 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 donning the Iron Man's. Oh, the cover is it looks like he's either putting on the the helmet of Iron Man with the suit on, or he's taking the helmet off. But you see his face is silhouetted, but clearly you see he's. But now here's what's different with the uh, um, the movies they have uh, when Iron Man, they had uh, Rhodey the black guy. Uh, at um, first, it was first it was um, Terrence Howard, but from what I understand, he didn't get along with uh, Rod, um, Robert Downey Jr. So then they got rid of him, I guess, and Don Cheadle took over. Um, the, uh, okay, he Don Cheadle's character Rhodes, Rhodes, uh, Rhodes, sorry, Rhodey. He did not wear the Iron Man suit, like which is canon in comics. In the comic book, like number one seven, right here, and there's some other, there's some other um, issues that uh, Marvel did. He he based Tony Stark. He 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 kind of he fell into uh, alcoholism for a bit, and and out of commission or something like that, and and so he was kind of like out of road. being a friend, it's like you know what? I'll just put it on and I'll pretend to be and pretend to be uh, Iron Man. And that's what's different from, um, um, and you can get into a lot of psychology here. It's interesting because Superman, you know when Superman, Batman, he, his face is mostly covered. Iron Man, his face is tall. In fact, his whole body is covered. So Rhodey is able to get away with that. And when, and when after, so Rhodey, in, in the comic books, when, when, when Rhodey's like, um, um, you can only see and read this in the, the originals. So check them out, just kind of Google it and, or go to some, you know, fandom, uh, um, uh, uh, um, you know, website like a wiki, like a Wikipedia, you know, for Star Wars. They have that for for superheroes, and um, so you can only read in the comics. You're not going to see in the movies because they didn't do it in the movies. They had roadies in the movies have his own suit as the War Machine. They they refer to him as the War Machine, which is canon. But they never put Rhodey's Rhodey uh, um, in, in into the soup, uh, the Iron Man suit. So I, I now is that because they didn't want to offend people because it'd be considered to, to you know, uh, kind of like what you're talking about uh, making Superman black um, for the white people and um, you know for those who may have been kind of opposed to um, having Iron Man. Well, he's well, no, that's just it. Rhodey was never replacing Tony Stark. Talking about the replacement theory. And again, this is canon. This is from the 70s, folks, 1970s. And I've got the, the comics right here. 
And, and so this, uh, in some ways, you could say Marvel was ahead of their self, uh, ahead of their time. Some people today would say, well, enough. You got to consider the context of the history they were in in the seventies. And and so mm-hmm. so so you know so there's that. But also, real quick now, and and so I think something like that is better to do rather than replacing an existing um, um, uh, uh, protagonist hero replacing their you know with a with a different a person of a different race or a different gender i i personally think it's just good to create another character that is black or lgbtq or woman um and real quick and this a lot of people don't know this but han solo technically speaking he was married to a black woman and again this is only in the this is only in the con uh marvel 2015 but i think it goes back further than that uh possibly uh, but, or maybe he had a black girlfriend too. Yeah, but anyway, her and, and Han Solo's wife and, and premiered, according to my research, it was 2015. <clears throat> uh, issue number six uh, is Han Solo's wife, and her she was Captain Sana uh, Sana Staros, and uh, she has dreadlocks. And uh, but technically speaking, she played Han Solo's wife. They it's kind of like what you you see in some of those kind of rom-com uh kind of like spy spy movies kind of you know comedy where oh let's let's you know let's pretend we're married so because there is a job as anyone knows most people know han solo is, is uh, in star wars the you know uh he he was a, a scout you know he was a scoundrel uh scoundrel and uh he was a smuggler he he do all these things these sneaky things and so basically Sana, Staros, and, and Han Solo, they did that as a cover to be married because they were working on a job to, you know, to use street lingo, as in they were doing some, you know, they were doing a smuggle run. And so she kind of, it, it, so they, I, I guess it's maybe reflective of the time that, that, well, it wasn't that long ago, 2015, maybe reflective that Marvel was kind of, and, and Star Wars, you know, was kind of nervous about totally making Han Solo married to a black woman. So, you know, they want to, they want to reach out and, uh, and, uh, and look at like the progressive like that towards, towards some of the fan base. But at the same time, well, they're not really married because it's, it's for a job. And, you know, it's one of the smuggling jobs. So, so that's, that's, that's kind of an interesting, you know, so, hmm. Uh, but anyway, so that, now that's comic book. That is, as I say, that's comic, comic canon. So it is. It's only in the com- comic books or maybe some novels that you read, but you won't see it in the movies or streaming to the, you know on Disney Plus. So that's that's another example of 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 in this case Marvel creating a new um, creating a new character rather than say, hey, let's make uh, Princess Leia black. Why don't we just make another character? You know, you know something timeline and, and Han Solo's past where he had a, a black girlfriend or black wife and no one knew about it and some write it in. I, I think that's a better approach in my personal opinion. I'm not opposed to like what they're doing like with Earth 1, Earth 2, these alternate universes and things are different. And then maybe, you know, Han Solo's black and then I'm not opposed to it. I just think it's a better approach to create new characters that are racially and gender diverse. Hmm. I got a question for you. <coughs> Excuse me. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I'm just listening. I got a qu- okay, I got a question for you. So what if, let's just say 10 years from now, okay? Let's say somehow 10 years from now, they make a movie about 
Black Panther being in, in, in Europe and Black Panther is white and all the characters are white, are we going to be okay with that? See, that, that's, that's one of my arguments that, that I, I, that I, well, it's not really an argument. It's more of something well, to consider from, from us as, as African-American. I mean, obviously you and I are African-American and, and, and I like to say to other black people when I talk to besides you about this, how would we as black people like it if, if Marvel made uh, Black Panther white? Mm-hmm. And most of them, most of them are like, oh, no, 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 and I'm like, well, there you go. So from, from so from from white stand, you know, I, I I don't really consider myself woke, and I am not saying that I'm, I'm against woke, uh, as in uh, progressives, um, you know, Gen Zers. I, I'm with them. I I think they just focus a little bit too much on symbolism, in my personal opinion, such as as an example, tearing down statues and kind of the culture war stuff. And mm-hmm. I, I you know maybe a little bit too much on the symbolism and you know, because there's there are thousands of statues we'd have to tear down, you know, literally. And I, I don't think we should focus on that. I think we should focus more on like, you know, legislation, yada, yada, um, uh, substance. So but uh, so I don't consider myself woke, but I'm not against woke. Uh, I am a progressive, but that's that's more of a sub subculture thing um, amongst people on the left. But that's something for us to consider, especially amongst African-Americans and even some liberal whites. It's like, OK, I mean, I get what you're saying. You open and, and it's good to be open minded. It's, it's great to be open minded. But um, maybe, you know, so I but just. And OK, real quick, um, um, Jerome, one of the OK, when I was at the university, I, I have a BFA bachelor's of fine arts from University of Nebraska, Lincoln. OK, so I study fine arts. One of the my first professors, a drawing teacher. That, that one of the things he taught was, okay, to make sh- to see how your, your composition is often how they, the artists will call, uh, professors will call a drawing, you know, uh, they call it composition because you're composing a, a piece of art. But anyway, mm-hmm. he was saying to how balanced or maybe not balanced your artwork is, take what you've drawn or maybe painted, go to a mirror and look at it in reverse the reverse image in a mirror and that'll let you know the balance that you that you've that you've created i mindset about subjects about whether it's polit- politics or culture wars or whatever so if we if we take that same issue about making superman black and you know uh, from white let's take that composition and look at it in the mirror in reverse what if it were a black panther we made him white you see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So you mm-hmm. rever- you're looking in the reverse. And so that way you can see the, the drawing, the, the composition that you created. And it shows you whether or not it's balanced. If you're looking for balance, maybe balanced. But the point is, it gives you a different viewpoint when you're looking in the mirror. So I think oh, we yeah. should be in the habit of asking ourselves, looking in reverse from someone else's point of view, how would, you know, okay, we're, we're obviously we're all going to look at it from our own point of view. We're all biased. Um, that's not necessarily the same as prejudice. This bias is a natural innate because you're yourself, you know, and all that other stuff. You, you can't help but see out of your own eyes. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. But don't don't let your bias prejudice, much less, you know, bigoted. Forget about bigoted. So that's that's why I would suggest to people in, in regards to this subject that you're talking about. Um. 
I was trying to humble I want my Superman white. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, but, but uh, okay, uh, but to be uh, to be, I okay, I don't like the fact is okay, you know, like people like Santa Claus. Okay, I see why that people have a black Santa Claus. You see what I'm saying? Um. Like there's some Inclu- including, including including my white wife. She she has a black Santa Claus. Right, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, I could totally see like characters that aren't real, even though comic book characters aren't real either. But there are some characters that are just that that could be you know basically race and gender neutral. There are some characters I, I would agree with, but um, in the DC world, there's this character which I watched the show. The show was very very good, but it's off the air now. Black Lightning. Well, how oh, would I yeah. feel? How would I feel if a white actor is playing Black Lightning? Well, I mean, how would how would you feel? I haven't I haven't seen it because we didn't have access to at the time. We didn't have that kind of streaming service. Um, oh, yeah. But well, uh, yeah, it's on um it's on uh, Netflix. Joe says if you're oh you okay, um it's really good. Black Black because we're talking about black issues and everything else. But since and, since you're the one since you're the one who watched it, how would how would you feel since you're the one who watched it? I wouldn't even watch it. It was played by a white character because he's called Black yeah. Lightning. I wouldn't even yeah, watch yeah, it. I mean, but how would you feel because you're the one who watched it? I'm asking you, how would you feel? Like, how, how, how would I feel about him being white, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even watch it. Hmm, interesting. Because, because, like, the Superman, like, this is Black Superman thing. People, I know, because some people, if they hear this podcast, they're going to be like, well, you know, this guy is really whitewashed and, you know, American whitewash in his life or anything like that. He thinks women has to be, you know, white. That is that can be anything further from the truth. What I'm saying is, Superman was made white back in the 1920s. It's almost 100 years later, and we're kind of with a black man playing Superman. So, once again, Superman is he he was made a white character. So, like I'm saying, so it, I it, some people say it's a false equivalency, but I don't think it is. So if Storm, which is she's like an X right? Oh, that's right. Forgot about her. It, yeah, yeah. If if you have a white woman playing her, uh, you make professor. It, it, would, it would totally. It would. It, you'd. It miss. It would change everything. Quite frankly. Right. Right. And I don't know. I don't know if it's the traditionalist in me, or if it's just. I don't know. I don't want to see Superman black. I'm being honest with you. Now the new Captain America, which is played by Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson is his name. In the comic book, Captain America, which is my favorite Avenger, by the way, I love Captain America. Captain America passes the mantle to, in the comic book, to Sam Wilson. And that's how Captain America became black. Okay. Passed the that, that's, that's an ex- excellent, it's, it's pretty much similar to what I'm saying about Rhodey with, with Iron Man. But it's not the same as replace it, changing the protagonist's race or gender. They, they, it's another character that is of a different race. And then I'm, and I hate saying it like this, but I'm, I'm fine because, you know, I think that's better that way. I, I don't think personally, I agree with you in, in essence, I'm not opposed to changing the race of a, uh, of a, of a, of a protagonist of a, of a series or um, of, you know, the, you know, of a franchise or whatever. But um, I don't think it's the best approach, is what I'm saying. But that's not the same as opposing. But yeah, that's a good. That's another good example. Of what you said. 
So, um, I don't know, man. Like, it's just like, cause I, said, I love Michael B. Jordan. He's one of my favorite actors. I just, I just don't know if I could come to bring myself to, uh, uh, go see Superman Black, man. I don't know if I could. I mean, I would, I would, I would definitely watch it. And of course, you know, like everyone else, I'm going to be looking at it critically, you know, and, and rightly so. But, and, and, you know, it depends on how they write the story, but I, I don't know. It, to me, it's just better just to create a new character because, and, and I said this to you um, last year, I can say last year now, can you believe that? Uh, last year on one of your podcasts, um, and it's, it's something, and, and well, and plus I, I read it in one of the comic books too. Um, well, in, you know, the Superman lore, you know, uh, about Krypton, uh, the, the planet um, being destroyed. Well, so in the big planet, you mean to tell me Super, uh, um, Kal-El, well, I forgot his, real, his name. I'm bad with names, just like Black Panther, his real name. I'm, I'm just his proper name. I'm really bad with names. Um, so I just use their character, their superhero names. So you mean to tell me Superman's the only one who, who who survived that planet? Well, no, of course not, because Superman has a cut. Supergirl. And then yeah. they're, they're, they don't forget the bad guys that were banished from Krypton. So um, they survived because they were uh, 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 banished from the planet. And then there's yet, uh, there's like, a no- I just discovered this recently in my research for, for comics. There was yet another character that, I guess, survived the Krypton uh, um, uh, planet blowing up. And I, I, I don't remember who it is. It's a guy. Um, but it, it, was, it was a vintage. Uh, and I had no idea because uh, from time to time I research comics. And I was like, well, so that's another one I didn't know about. So what I'm saying is they can be creative about how they can, um, you know, whether it's, whether it's Krypton whether it's Vulcan, because that planet was destroyed, whether it's Alderaan in Star Wars, because that planet was destroyed. There's different ways of, uh, that, you know, that authors, writers for these shows, slash comic books, slash novels, they, they're the creative. They're, they're the ones in charge of it. They, since, you know, they can build upon the, the foundations of the original comic books because they are now writing for the new comics and the new novels and the new movies for these franchises. So they can create new characters are African American uh, or Latino, Latina, uh, um, uh, LGBTQ. They can create these. I'm also thinking about James Bond. Just um, now, this is a little bit kind of out of the way, but it's in principle the same thing. I don't remember which one, but for the first time, they had an LGBTQ. Uh, it was a gay, actually gay, uh, a, a gay pro, a pro uh, excuse me, antagonist, and I forgot which one. Craig, that um, it, I don't remember which one it was, um, but um, he was played by um, he was uh, um, a Latino actor, I believe. But uh, his hair was like dyed blonde. So if, if anybody who's listening to this who knows which one I'm talking about, because I I don't remember which um, um, James James Bond it was, but they created a you well, know, of course they're constantly creating. The, uh, James Bond always has a new bad guy, you know that that's part of the. That's part of the tradition of of, uh, of James Bond, you know, mm-hmm. the gold gold tooth or whatever, and and they have some kind of um, trademark about them or some you know some kind of special thing about them. And this in this particular case, a more recent one with, with um, Daniel Craig's 
um, uh, movie, uh, one of them, he was gay for the first time. So they, they are able to write it in now. There's no excuse for them not to, to be honest with you. As I think it's better than, than switching the race or the gender of the existing protagonist or even antagonist. So you're okay if they made James Bond gay? I I would be I would be fine with it. Again, personally, I'm I'm personally fine with it. I just know the reaction. I, I'm thinking, okay, is it worth what's going to how fans look just look at the James Gunn situation uh, and and a lot of the, the listeners, um, those who may not know, a lot of them who, who are into superhero movies, you probably know by now. James Gunn, he he's he's uh, basically taken over DC, uh, the whole DC um, expanded universe, um, the whole DC franchise, the business, the business and the artistic aspects of it. Uh, he's okay. And movies, he's been a uh, producer slash many years, but he's he's changing a lot of things. So I mean, so they can't. Um, I mean, think about how and they're not even changing these people's race or gender. They're just changing actors of the same race, and look at their reaction. Now you add to that, what if they started changing their race and their gender and male versus female versus male and all this other stuff? And you're going to be losing a lot of, uh, of viewers. Remember we started this conversation off as this is show business. And they, they have to consider that. I mean, if you want to do it from an artistic standpoint and make a political statement, that's fine. Um, you you just probably will be um, doing self-publishing like I do. You won't be making a living off your art anymore because you'll be losing too many viewerships because, uh, and, and the, especially in this day of culture wars, it doesn't take much to piss a lot of people off. And uh, now if you're, if you're in the business and this is your job, you may want to think about that. But if you're, if you're self-funding your own, your own art, whether it's uh, whether it's an, uh, uh, whether it's music, you know, maybe you're creating your own uh, records or, or you, you know your singles and you, you're rapping it or or spoken word or you know publishing poetry or fiction like me, um, yeah, then you, you can you have the you know you can because you're not making a living. I'm not making a living off my books. I, I'm doing it because I love to do it. I, I mean, I do get royalty. I do get royalties. I don't make a living off them is what I'm saying. But, but if business, you have to consider these things. So if they're the, so they must feel comfortable enough with the, um, the audience for them to even think about, uh, uh, well, no, actually it's, it's, they're not just thinking about it because again, when I was doing a little research for, you know, before coming on your podcast, bro, um, I, I was reading about the, um, J.J. Abrams, uh, who again, who I've seen when I went to the Star Wars convention, wonderful. Um, uh, he he's uh, producing um, this Black Superman th- th- situation you're talking about. I guess there's this writer. Maybe do you know about her? Um, Ta Nehisi. Yeah, it's T A hyphen N E H I S I. But anyway, um, can I, I? I I'm sorry, I don't remember the name of the source that I, um, where I read it. But yeah, they they've been working on it since 2021. They're they're still working on the script for Black Superman. 
Oh, now it, it, has, it has it has it's separate from James Gunn's because according to this article, I still have it up. I'm I'm I don't have my laptop in front of me, so I still mm-hmm. have my source up, but um, so I don't remember what it is. But according to this article I was reading, J.J. Abrams and, and um and this this young lady, I guess they've been working on the script for like two years, going on two years now. Um. Well. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is a problem I have, man, with that. Well, because I just don't see. I think what it is, I think a lot of franchises, maybe DC or Marvel, they get scared uh, to make new characters because what if these new characters flop or nobody like the uh, the bisexual Superman? They uh, they stopped that uh, that comic because it wasn't going over well. Um, oh, I didn't. I didn't know. I heard about that, but I didn't know that part to what you just said. Thank you for telling me that. Yeah, they uh, they uh, I did stop. Yep, they stopped it, and um, they also told you show business. Told you. Yeah, they also stopped. Remember that show? This is show. Oh, not show movie. Excuse me. This movie called Bros. That's about it was like the first gay male couple, you know, show romantic, you know, show. It's called Bros. No, I'm not. I'm not, for, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, but it's called Bros, and it's about it was supposed to be the first gay, you know, the first, you know, basically a romantic comedy with with, with gay men, and it did thirteen million the first the opening weekend. It did thirteen million, and people are like, ah, oh, people know, <clears throat> excuse me, the country's still homophobic because no, it's not. People are homophobic. There's just some people just don't want to see that. I'm sorry. I I, I mean, I, it, it it's like the uh, the woman king. Uh, that only did like twenty one million. I, I heard about it, but I heard something. What is, what is what's the premise of that movie? Woman King is about the African. Uh, I think they based it on Queen Nzinga in Africa, where she fought against the slave trade, and she's like the king of. She's a woman, but she's a king. She's like the leader of his people, and um, and I guess she's fighting against the slave trade. I haven't seen it per se, but that's what it looks like. But the woman is supposed to be a leader. It's what the right would call woke. Yeah, yeah. A black woman. Yeah, and even though it's that, based on history, is that is that what you said? It's based on real life history. Yeah, it's based on, but it's not. It's based on, but I don't think it's a true story. You know what I'm saying? But right. I don't, you know but, what I mean? but the but the point is the the nugget of the, the uh, is still true. It's still based on history. It's still true. So how yeah. so how is that woke? But it, sorry, I was just I got I had to say something. But anyway, yeah, basically. Um. Uh, I, I think here's the thing. I think what happens is when something doesn't happen organic, whether right or wrong, when you put on a, sh- a movie like Bros, the first gay romantic comedy, and you put like the you know the woman king, you know, and stuff like that, it feels like to the people, to traditionalists, that you're trying to force them to watch it. I'm just talking about strictly from a consumer aspect. Yeah, I see. Just, I mean, they're trying to force them to watch it. No one's going to force them to watch it. But don't talk about how they feel. They feel like they're trying to force me to watch something. And if I don't watch it, you consider me either a racist or a homophobic or or a misogynist or or a misogynist. Well, frankly, because a lot of times that's that's the this way it is often. 
Right, but <laughs> there's a reason the, for that. Yeah, that right, often the, it is true. But the MCU, you see how well it did the first twelve years. Like you see how well Black Panther, the very first Black Panther, did what two billion. So, Jesus. right, yeah, that was like number one, I think, hero movie ever until Spider Man came blew it out the water. Of course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. During the um, pandemic. Right, like when it happens organically. Um, it's okay because you see how they got MJ and you know this new Spider-Man, how she's black. You have his best friend, Asian. Yeah, right. You see what I'm saying? Because it happened organically. But what but it's also I'm, Gen Z. Those are the, the characters also Gen Zers too, though. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But I that's what I mean. It happened organically. The casting was organic. I think I'm just telling you how they feel. It makes it I want to say, you know, a straight white male will feel like not all of them, but a lot of them will feel like, okay, you're trying to force me yeah, I see. to watch something that I don't want to watch as a consumer. And can I, can I say this one? It, 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 it uh, doves tell to what you were just saying about, uh, and that's a good point about the Spider-Man, or is that the Spider-Man universe? Which, I, there's so many of them, I forget the subtitle of some of them. I'm bad with titles and names, frankly. Um, um, but anyway, the, the one with the your, that you're making reference to, the, the latest Spider-Man in incarnation with that one actor um but the, you know the gen zers but when you said it was it was um, there were no complaints apparent complaints because his girlfriend's black you know light-skinned black girl um and, and uh, the, remember I, I made reference to roadie in iron man and and han solo's black wife um, um in in the comics both of these in the comics they were basically well received by by the, the fans for the most part, or at least not much of, of any, you know, I'm sure you didn't, I mean, for the most part, they were well received by, by a lot of the fans in the comic books. These, these two situations I was telling about Han Solo's black wife and then Rhodey, of course. So like, and so I'm just saying when, it, when, when you, and I, 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 if, if they did it where they try to replace, you know, make, um, uh, Tony Stark black, or they try to make Han Solo himself black instead of dating a black or, or you know, being married to a black woman. I think that would have antag antagonized white people, quite frankly. Uh, the, you know, a lot of the white fans. So I'm just saying, I'm just, but I'm just saying, I think it buttress what you're saying. It's just, it's, it's complimenting what, what you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I, I don't know if, uh, like I said, when things go happen organically, um, you kind of make a, uh, you make the customer feel like, okay, you're trying to force me to do this, and they just rebel more, or they just won't watch it more. But yeah. I will say that, like, especially when it comes to this new, like, the colorification of Superman or whatever, they're, whatever they're trying to do, um, will black people go and watch it? I'm pretty sure they will, but. It's not going to do what you know Black Panther did. You see what I'm saying? No, 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 it. no. It, it's it, it won't. And and plus, there'll, there'll be some more of the Black nationalists, if you will. Um, they'll they'll have. Well, you shouldn't even be because all you're doing is just taking um, Superman and you're dipping him in chocolate, so to it's speak. Pretty much. And it's it's and right. So they'll have they have a different mindset, but the majority of African Americans who are into even you know, just just kind of casual. They go to movies just because it's you know something to do. Um, they, they most likely will watch it. 
Yeah, I, I just don't. I just don't think by by white fans. I don't, I don't think it's going to be received well. I just don't. I I, I don't think it will by yeah. by most white by most white people. I think some of the no a few of the millennials, some of the millennials, but definitely more of the Gen Zers. I think they will be more open to it. I I'm open to it. I'll watch it. Sure. Um, it's, I'm I'm not opposed to it. I just think again. I think I differently, but I'm I'm not opposed to it. You, you know you know they tried this they tried this before. It, it, the ironic thing was Michael B. Jordan. Okay, they tried this before with the with the Fantastic Four. Okay, and he played uh, Johnny. You know Johnny Blaze. He played you know. Oh, that's yeah. I forgot Jordan. about that. Yeah, and it bombed twenty nine million. That's all it made. It bombed. Um, I, I totally forgot about that. Oh yeah, it was bad. It was bad. It was like, why did we make this movie? That's how bad the movie was. But. See, that's what I'm saying. It just feels like forced representation as opposed to organic representation. I, um, what, what was the fa- that Fantastic Four? That I, I because I mean the 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 main you know the stretch because I'm not I'm not a big on the Fantastic Four. It's okay. It's not one of my favorite. Um, uh, what, how should I, not franchise, but um, I, I'm not sure what to call it. Classify it as um, uh, comic comic series. Um, so I don't know the details, the name of the characters and all that, but the the stretchy guy and his, his uh, girlfriend, I forgot his um, his love interest. They're they're white, you know. The the protagonists are white in that. So now, oh, and but but the thing, the the guy, the bald, date a black, um, blind woman, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. And and one of the other movies, yeah. So I forgot about that. Yeah, that that could have that could have well. That was a different one, though. That wasn't the first one, or was it? I don't remember. Uh, which one are you talking about? Well, in Fa- in Fantastic Four, where the guy who plays the thing, when, oh, when, yeah, he, okay. when, he, when he's not when he's not turned, he, he's he's the bald guy, yeah, like Michael, New Michael York. Chim- yeah, yeah, Michael. Michael, Michael Chim- him. Chim- yeah, 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 yeah. I I have forgotten all about that till till you just said that, and I'm, the movie's coming back to me. Um, but no, um, I I didn't know it was, I, I didn't know it was considered a bomb. I didn't know it did. Oh, yeah. They said, "Wow, this they spent over like a hundred some odd million to make it, and it made twenty five million. And yeah, that like, is bad. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but this was I want to say before the MCU. Uh, so, I'm not sure when it came out. So, like I yeah, said, it, you know more about this stuff than I do. Yeah, it was for the MCU, and we all know the MCU. Uh, like they somehow, some way, they do everything better. But um, a black Superman, I don't know. Like I said, I just think I don't know. They're doing it for a marketing reason, and if they're just doing it for a marketing reason, like you like you're saying, then I'm definitely not going to watch it because it has. Like I said, it's nothing to do with me because I maybe because I'm just a traditionalist. That's just what I am. That maybe that's it, but. Once again, huh? you have like when you do the Green Lantern, they're all colors yeah. and, and and aliens of the Green Lantern. So it doesn't yeah, matter. And, I, and I have I have one of I have one of those Green Lantern with the, with the black guy number three, nineteen ninety four. Yeah, John Stewart. Um, and that's fine. Everything. Man. It's just to the point where it because like I said. You you're making a slippery slope. 
because 10 years from now, and I say 10 years because it's a little ways away, you're going to have Wakanda being Europe. You have Wakanda in Europe, um, somewhere in Germany. I kid you not, watch. <laughs> and it's going to oh, be called. Oh, Think so. I don't think that I really, no, I, I personally don't think it'll go that way. No, hmm. but what I'm saying is, what they're going to say is, well, okay, well, you guys made Superman black. How come Black Panther can't be white? Yeah, yeah. It's, so, so yeah. I'm sure some people say that, but it, I don't see any movement towards that. I haven't heard anything that me saying that was totally just, just me, just speculation, totally. And before I forget, I wanted to say this because I've seen this advertised when I go to the movie theaters. Uh, let's not forget about Little Mer- Little Mermaid. What's your opinion about that? I'm sure sh- I'm sure you've seen that, right? Yeah, because I, p- I posted my 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 daughter's picture as a mermaid because she she was a mermaid in this picture, and I put it up. Oh yeah, I, I did see I did see it. Yeah. So, but what's your, what's your opinion about that? Right. Okay. Now, all right. So here here. Okay, that's different because the Little Mermaid uh, is a cartoon character. Okay. So there, there aren't. I, I, I haven't seen any. There's not many. I haven't seen any comic books of Little Mermaid. I haven't seen any. Okay, she is a character. Mermaids can should be of any race, or you know what I'm saying, because they're mermaids. But what I don't, what pisses me off about this thing is how white people are acting like this with Little Mermaid, and Jesus wasn't white, and they're not up in arms about that. And he was real. So, so you're you're okay with them with Little Mermaid in this rendition? You're okay with her them making her black with yeah, with that, dreadlocks but, instead of redhead white white lady? What Disney, what Disney is doing is what I think Disney is saying. You know what? We have uh, the genre of movies and princesses and everything else so white dominated. We got to do something. I think what what and in the case of Disney, I think they're saying, listen, it's been so white dominated for the first hundred years. We gotta have some more diversity in cartoons and movies and princesses and everything else. We gotta, you know what I'm saying? That's the difference I see with Disney, because Disney cause, <laughs> uh, Disney started off extremely racist. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, they they, they definitely had a lot of racist characters for sure, you know, in the old days that there's no question about that. Right. Um, but we're, we're obviously we're talking about the Disney of today, though. But mm-hmm. but um, but to, to me, see, I would have thought because if, if you wouldn't want Superman white, I would think that I mean, it's not I mean, obviously, the, I forgot the character Ariel, whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have thought you, you thought that to be consistent, that Ariel should remain white. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Superman didn't start off racist as far as Disney. Disney, they started off. That's why Mickey Mouse wore gloves and everything and that type of stuff. All that shit was racist. As because they didn't, want, they didn't want him to have black hands. Yeah. So, you see what I'm saying? All that shit, Amos and Andy, all that, all that racist shit that they were doing in the beginning. But that's why they take it down Space Mountain because of how, how racist it was. They're taking the year about oh, that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw so, an article about that. Yeah, Disney, Disney has played an integral part. An integral part. Why white people think they're superior in this country? Disney has played a, a hell of a part in that, and a lot of people don't know that. Disney, you know, Walt Disney, that was a bastard. He didn't like Jewish people either, and he made it specifically clear that I am going to, 
I am going because I think they had he even did some dealings with Hitler. Is what they're saying. Mm, and, I did, I didn't know that. I'm gonna yeah, be honest with yeah. you. I did not know this. Yeah, I watched. I did some research on <clears throat> Walt Disney, and what they're saying. <clears throat> I'm gonna check that out. I didn't know that. So, what they're saying is, um, Walt Disney said, "Hey, we have a past steeped in racist history, so we don't have a choice because everybody knows, you know." This country's going to be uh, more people of color in just 20 years. So we have to start now. So 20 years from now, we're going to be a viable company because we know it's where the country's headed to. Oh, have, you, have you not noticed, Joe says, how more, more commercials have people of color in them? Not people even well, noticed. Yeah, sure. I, I'm, I've noticed that years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, absolutely. They're showing biracial families and everything else. Like they're showing all these on commercials. This is something you would have never seen in the eighties and the seventies. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm seeing, seen I'm seeing a lot more. I'm seeing a lot more LGBTQ and mm-hmm. commercials, and they're like kissing each other. You know, like okay. a, like a, you know, like a not not you know, not like a long Hollywood kind of kiss, but you know, like an adoring. Uh, I'm home, honey. That kind of kiss. But yeah, and and, and I, it's great. I mean, it's great to see. I'm just like you said, just a few years ago, you wouldn't have seen that. Right. So, but Disney had to play a, and, and me, and I hate to admit it too, uh, Disney played a very integral part in making us, uh, of kids of color, feel inferior. They played a hell of a part. So, yes, I, because I'm trying to tell you, even as a kid, you don't see it when you see Cinderella and all the white princesses. Oh, okay. Princesses are obviously white. Oh, look at him. He's a superhero. Oh, well, superheroes are, you know, obviously they're only white. Oh, Disney, Disney did a hell of a job. Oh, here's a prince to come to save Cinder, uh, Snow White. Oh, he's white. Okay, only princes, you know, only princes are white. Oh, Disney did a hell of a job with kids. Well, yeah, I I, I mean, I didn't so, expect them to, to be. It's amazing that they, they've changed as far as they have. And um, there there's a, a Disney, there's a surviving niece of Disney. She's a liberal. I, I don't know much about her, but I, I've seen her a few times, and she she's a she's a lefty, and maybe lefty is too strong a word, but she's a liberal. I, I don't remember her name, but she's the niece of of Disney, Walt Disney, and she'll go on like uh, like MSNBC or or uh, I think on Democracy Now, which is definitely leftist. Uh, I think she's been on there once, and she criticizes her own family business a lot of times about like labor, you know. About like labor, uh, organized labor, and and whatnot. So, so I like I said, it was the whole Superman thing, and the whole I get it, but I don't get it. I just think you know what? Sometimes you just gotta go on a limb and try to create new characters. Because to me, making Superman, I, think so. I, I, I don't, I don't even think it's about representation. I honestly believe it's a marketing move. I honestly believe well, that. Well, I mean, they're, they're, I, I, I don't think it's, I don't think it's just a marketing move. I think they're, go, they're going to try to reflect what's going on. It, it depends on the company, and the, the sense I get, if I think it's real, I, genuine, I think they, I, I would have, you know, it's, it's speculation. I would need to know more. I would have to see the roster of the employees, to be honest with you, oh. Jerome. I, right. I don't, I don't, I don't know how many people are of, of color, as a lot of people. I don't like saying of color. Um, uh, I don't. I, I like. I need to see like what's the racial makeup, what's the gender makeup, 
And uh, but I, you know, the culture of the business, I get the sense that they're sincere, to be honest with you. But but in the end, they again, it's a business. They have to make sure that they there's some marketing involved. Yes, they are a business. Well, if, if it looked like it gave them would give them some money, they would. I, I'm sure they would. I, I, right. But, I, but what I'm saying is, I don't think that that will go over well to DC Universe. I just don't think it will go well. I just don't. Like, I'm sure what I'm saying is, Joseph, these characters are white. And I expect white writers and white people that do comic books to make white superheroes. But Well, that's, unless, that's I mean, no more than most African Americans. We would make our characters. I, I've done that like, looking point. at looking at my when I was younger, when I was young, uh, you know, like uh, 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 10 or early teenage. I used to do my uh, fanfic comic books. This is where I, how I started my writing. Uh, and, you know, of course, I made because it was Star Wars. But of course, I made, you know, I was drawing Han Solo, Luke Skywalker and, and Princess Leia. But I also made it a point to I made damn sure to make a point to uh, include Lando Calrissian. And, and I, 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 that's what it was. One, one of the earliest um, chapter books that I read, one of, was, uh, it was it's, um, Land, Lando Carusian and something about something cave. It was, uh, I think it was written by, uh, I forgot his name, somebody, Neil, Neil, somebody. I, I forgot his name. He, he's one of the Star Wars, early Star Wars writer, um, uh, way back in, in the 70s. Um, before it was popular for a lot of people to write for Star Wars. Um, of course, I forgot his name. But anyway, um, and I, I went out of my way when I was an early teenager to get that book because it, it had Lando Calrissian, you know, uh, uh, and Billy D. Williams. Um, and I, I was because probably because my folks, even though I was born and raised here in Lincoln, and I consider myself an Oreo cookie, I know you don't like me saying that, but I am because I grew up here. And um and, and that that you know some of that culture is just gonna you know I'm I'm you know I'm raising this society so some of that's gonna rub off on me no more than a white person growing up and mostly I've seen white guys who grow up in like Detroit you know where there's a lot of black people or majority black some of that kind of rubs off on them I notice but anyway um be, probably because my folks are from Birmingham Alabama my parents especially my father made sure to drilling my my late brother um, uh, when we were young uh, about the issue of racism. They made sure that we, you know, and of course we experienced racism too when we were in, in, in you know, in elementary school. So I knew about racism. But that shows you how, how I'm going to use this word, woke I was to the issue of race and slash racism. Um, because I, I, I distinctly remember getting that book, uh, Lando Carissian and the Cave of Thumb cave of Thambonka or something like that. Um, Neil Smith, I think was his name, something like that. Neil, um, because even, so that was like 1981, 1982, something like that, mm -hmm. because I was well aware of the issue of race and racism. So that, that goes way back when I was like 11 or 12 or something like that. So I've been very, uh, uh, very cognizant of the issue of race, uh, even when it came down to uh, science fiction. You know, way back then, you know, I was so this is definitely nothing new for me. I've been talking about this shit for and dealing with it since I was a kid, literally. Some people are just now coming, you know, just now waking up. It was like, 
Well, you know, better late than never, but you know. Um. So, would you? Uh, so, you basically, in this whole podcast, you're saying that you're okay with characters being changed, and right? Well, if 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 the uh, did that, I'm personally okay with it. I mean, it's it's not my it's not an approach I personally would do, but it, what I'm saying is, it, I would I would not st- I wouldn't stop going to watch the movies if they did change them. I would keep going and watching or reading, even if it's a book or comic book. So yeah, I, I'm personally okay with it. It's just I know the backlash, like what you're saying. I know what the backlash would be if they did that. Um, I don't know, like. I, I would probably and, go. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What? No, no, no. You go ahead. You go ahead, please. I'd go see the Superman, Black Superman movie. If I probably go, see, just like I said, I'm a Superman Pierce, and I want to see it, but I just don't. I, I don't. I don't like the concept because it just seems to me. To me, it just doesn't seem. It just seems like a market move, and I just don't. I I, I want traditional. Like okay. I don't know how you do it, but you can make a black guy come from Krypton and he's just not be Superman, even though I know he's the last son of Krypton. I don't know how you do that, but I'm just saying there's ways around it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I, I think they should personally, I think that would be a better approach, something like that. Yeah, because there's like on Supergirl, there was a uh, this guy she liked, some Supergirl, some guy she actually fell in love with or whatever. He was from Krypton, but he wasn't from actually Krypton. He was on from one of the moons of Krypton. Ah, so, yeah, he was from one of the moons of Krypton, and then that's how. Now you're talking about the TV, the show that was on. I forgot which one, but anyway, Supergirl. you talk. Go ahead, sir. Supergirl, that's what it's called. Yeah, um, the the t- you're talking about the TV show though, right? Yeah, and here's okay. the thing, and I want to tell you something about that, Joseph. Okay, there were feminists. That's why I can't stand feminists. There were feminists, okay, that were upset with the name Supergirl. Because it's, it's, it's Batman, Superman, why is it Batgirl yeah, or but, Supergirl? But always been Supergirl, though. I, I mean, I was in the, remember in the 80s they made a super, the Superwoman, or was it a Supergirl movie or was it a Superwoman in the 80s? Remember what I'm talking about? It bombed bad. <laughs> they said I, it bombed. I, don't, I don't remember, actually. You do remember. I, 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 I don't. I and the, you, you're saying ladies, I don't remember seriously. Uh, are you by your laptop now, Joseph? No, I'm not. Okay, damn. I would say you can look it up. I, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Yeah, there's this. She's blonde. I can't remember her name. I it was, it was it was like in the 80s. I want to say mid, either earlier mid 80s after Superman was successful. They came out with Super. I don't know if it's called Supergirl or Superwoman, but it bombed bad. <laughs> it was bombed. Well, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I, I I'm I'm okay. Again, I wouldn't get too caught up on the Batgirl or or Supergirl. Yes, I don't like it because it's, it's um, there is Wonder Woman. You know, there is that. They use the word woman instead of girl, and that's so that's good. And it does bother me, frankly, um, Jerome, that this again, this is from history. It's not if it were something created in, in today, that'd be a little different because it's like. You you just now created this. You could you in this atmosphere. You know better than this. This was created decades ago. 
So I don't get all upset about it. Yes, it's not good to call, you know, why is the grown woman called a girl, but you say Batman. But back then, it's done. You know, you can change it. I, I just, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like what I said to you before about trying to, uh, once you make the omelets, once you crack the eggs open and, and you scramble them up and you make the omelet, it's done. I, well, I mean, whether justified, whether it's just, whether it's wrong or not, the egg is cracked and you made the omelet. There's there's no unscrambling it and putting the egg back into into the shells. So okay. once it's done, you see what I'm saying? It's it's done. So but I, we 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 try to go back and try to put the damn egg back into the eggs, which uh, egg shells, which are broken to begin with. The egg shells, that is. And uh, if you get my analogy, and I, I think we do that too much in the society. Yeah. So, but what about okay? Had they ever thought maybe it's called Supergirl because girl has one syllable? Had they ever thought about that? E- e- even if, even if they did that, yeah. I mean, even if they did, they they could have said. Super, super I still woman. think it'd been better to say um a Superwoman or or excuse me, yeah, Superwoman or a Batwoman or something. I I still think they should have done that. But again, they were a victim. They were a victim of their history, and you know that, that's that's the reality. It's not brushing it off when I say it like that. It's just it doesn't make sense to get upset about it today. Again, if we, if it were a new show that were coming out and they said and they called it Bat Girl, yeah, obviously I'd be upset about it. It's like in today's society, you should know better than this. But this, they started that what back in the sixties or something like that. The Batgirl thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I actually have, um, or excuse me, Supergirl. I meant to say Supergirl. I, um, as you know, I collect vintage comics, and I have a few up here with me that have uh, African Americans. But downstairs in base, a whole lot. I have like basically a library, uh, kind of a small library of uh, vintage comics, and and one of them is like from the sixties. It's it's, it's um, Superman. And uh, and also Supergirl is in it, and this is from like the is this comic is older than I am. It's like sixty seven, sixty eight, or something like that. Nineteen sixty seven and sixty eight, and they had Batgirl back then. So I mean, so why am I going to get upset for something that was written? You know, I, I just I again I think we get too caught up on the symbolism. And and I, I think we need to not lose sight of where we are today. Forget about the future, just trying to focus on today. I, I think a lot of people on our side, you know, my side, the liberal, because you're not a liberal, uh, you're not a lefty like I am, but on, on, on the woke side, the left side, I think we get too a little too caught up on symbolism. And, I, you know, it's, it's important. It has its place, but I don't think we should forget about the substance and also to put things in in context, that word is very important. Context. I, I think this generation is not good about that. So, I, I don't know. I, I, I think personally, because you know, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> me and feminists don't get along. I, I'll eat one up if we ever got into a debate. But, uh, uh, okay. I, I, I think, yeah, it, 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 the toxic feminism gets on my damn nerves, man. It pisses me off, to be honest with you. But that's 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 for another that's for another day. But what I, what I'm saying is like Supergirl comes off. It's more it sounds more marketable as a Superwoman. 
See, Supergirl sounds more. One, one could argue because you're used to Supergirl because that's the way they had. That's what you've heard all your life. And if it were super, just like Wonder Woman, um, um, you know, superficially because of the W's, so it flows a little better out off the off out of the mouth, yeah. Wonder Woman. But um, I mean, I guess one could argue that. But um, I, I still think it's. I think it really is more of they were just a victim of their history. To be honest with you, Jerome, and okay. that's why they seen them as girl, you know. So would be better with super female. Well, female—that that's more scientific approach, if you will, because and um, we we attribute female to all sorts of other animals, you know, uh, male, okay. female, you know. So that, but that's that, you know, I I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's just me personally. Super non-binary. You could go for it. It it wouldn't that that is a horrible marketing move because it just sounds horrible by but saying it super well, binary and and, and and the woke crowd would be upset because it, it would it to go to what you're saying it would seem more too too much of a marketing thing if they did that <laughs> and, and and again to make a reference to what you said earlier it wouldn't feel organic if they did that yeah uh, like I said. Things, movies, shows, uh, America has a very misogynistic, racist, homophobic past. Okay? It's always been, and America's always been that way. All sports in the name, they've been that way since the conception of this country or since the taking of this country. That's how they yeah, always yeah. been. That's, I like it's, that. That's, that's a better way of putting it. Yeah. Taking so, of this country. Right. So, therefore, this, this, I mean, I mean, I hate to say this, I mean, it is what it is, but it's going to take just as long to get it unhomophobic, unracist, unmisogynistic, and everything else. It's not, I don't see what people change does not happen overnight. It just doesn't. I'm right. sorry. People no, get it doesn't. Like when you talking about Supergirl, I get what the feminists are saying. Like, you know what, Jerome? Because I had to train myself to stop calling women girls. I had to train myself that because a lot of women said we don't like being called that because we're grown women. You know what? Yeah, you guys are exactly right. So I had to train myself. Had to tra- well, I got that's, daughters. That's good that. that that's good that you did that. That's good. I did. I had to train myself that I don't like. I don't say, "Hey, girl, what's up, girl?" I don't say that. It's, no, she's a woman. I had to train myself that. But don't expect everybody to do it. There are just some people yeah. that aren't going to change because they just don't want to change. Yeah, this is right. Well said. You know, Joseph, and I, it's sad, but so this yeah, country... It's, it's the it's, truth, though. Yeah, so there's 400 years because sixteen. I watched the 1609 Project finally for the first time on Hulu. For 400 years, basically, this country, this country has a lot of undoing and, uh, you know, and a lot of uh, a lot of new training to do to become better and more inclusive and become more of a euphoria, but it's just not going to happen at the, at the pace that people want it to. I mean, from crying out loud, I told you that, you know, the LGBTQ community was trying to protest natural woman by, by Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Like, are you serious? You made that song back in the sixties. What are you talking about? How's that? Yeah. Again, again, context it, it, again, it's, it's like I was saying about the comic books with, with Supergirl in, in the Superman co- comic book context, yes, I mean it's that was before our time. That was before this the Me Too movement and and stuff 
we 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 really shouldn't try to judge it based. I mean, it was a different era. That's not to excuse it. It just doesn't make sense to get upset about it now. Is is all I'm saying. Right. We gotta, like you said, with your your word that you've been saying all over the podcast, context. Yeah, context. it's important. It's a very that, important. So yeah, Joe says I, I'm with you, man. I don't disagree with you. What I, you know, what I'm saying is that we have to. Uh, we're we're never going to. There's some things that yes, you're gonna you can't wait for people to open up the door. There's some times where you just got like black people. We have to kick the door in and do what we yeah. need to do so we can get what right. we needed to do. Well, if you think the whole country, like I said, we had to. Like it's been four hundred, more than four hundred years, and things still ain't right with us. Right, they've gotten better. You know, they've gotten better a, li- but, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's by small increments. What I'm saying is, it don't work that fast. And I, I'm with the inclusiveness. I'm with you know with diversity. I'm with all that. I, I like yeah. to see that stuff. Like that's why Black Panther uh two Wakanda Forever, which comes out on Disney Plus tomorrow. Remember that. Oh, Black okay. Um, there was Not, so much diversity. Right. There is so much diversity in that movie, even though it's about Wakanda. But it shows you that, yes, you can make a great movie and be diverse. But you got to understand there are still some people that have the mind frame of being in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s where they're, they think they're they're OK the way they are. And they're just not going to change because yeah. you're gay. I'm black. He's Hispanic. She's transgender. It, they're just not going to do it. They're stuck in. Uh, do you remember that quote uh, that Thanos gave in Endgame? You seen Endgame, right? Uh, I don't. I I'm not sure Endgame. if I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I did see that. The Avengers Endgame. It's like the sequel to Infinity Wars. Endgame. It's the last one. In, oh, in, oh, Endgame. I, I was thinking about another movie. Yes, yes, I did see that. I'm sorry. Yes, I did. Yes, Thanos. Yeah. See, Thanos was very actually. Daniel was very brilliant. But what he was saying is. People cannot see what can be if they still stuck on what used to be. He said it, I'm paraphrasing, but you see what I'm saying? So if I'm used to uh, privilege from 40, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, to now that my privilege is being threatened because everybody's getting that privilege, then I don't want everybody to get that privilege because I want to be the one privileged. You see what I'm saying? Because I yeah, no, I yeah, that. sure. I don't well, I mean, yeah, what 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 establishment uh, society has you know um, have has stepped down from their rule? You know, most most don't do that. Right. So see, you're right. That's what I'm saying. So if well, well it, they look at it like this, Joseph. Um, they look at it like if they all got privilege, that's less privilege for me. Right. Zero sum, zero sum game is how they right. look at it. Right. There you go. Perfect. And so and that's it's why not. I, it's not. But you, you can't convince them otherwise. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But then when Daniel said that, you know, people, if they always remember what what was, they can never remember what can be because they're they're so man, I was privileged back then. I could do whatever I want. I could sit mm-hmm. anywhere whenever I want right, to. Right. I could discriminate when I want exactly. to. I could, I could beat up a gay person when I want to. But and, now and I I've 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 heard uh Trump people basically say that what you just said. Yeah so and it's like it's like oh we we don't have to apologize anymore 
for, you know, we don't have to be diplomatic anymore. You know, shit like that. Yeah, and it, and it's sad, but... Yeah, they, it is. So what they're saying is, instead of moving everybody up to make the world better, no, I want to bring you down to make me better. Yeah. So... Yeah, so, pretty much. That, that's what they're based... That is their philosophy. Right. So, wait, okay, so fuck, be, fuck, you know, I'm serious my language, but fuck being inclusive, because, I mean... We're all getting the same thing. Uh-uh. I want to be privileged. So I want to go back to when I was privileged as opposed to where everybody's privileged. Because if everybody's privileged, that means there's less privilege for me to have. And it's really sad. So it, that's how people think. And you're not going to change their mind when they know how they used to have it. That's what Dennis was saying. You're, you're not going to change yeah. their mind. Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree. I, and then there was this... Stupid ass! It was like this. I can't remember what restaurant it was, but they were having some um, something about really stupid. Uh, they're going back to the prices they had in 1957 for on a Tuesday, like 1950, 1960. And D.L. Hughley, you know, this is my one of my idols. He was saying, "You see, they, you see, it was good for them in the 60s." So I see why you want to go back, you know, to those prices because it was good for well, you sure. guys. Yeah, but in the 60s, right. we couldn't even sit at the goddamn table. Right. Exactly. So, of course, you guys want to go back to that time. No, black people don't. Yeah. You know, or gay people don't, or, you know, or, you know, we don't want to go back to that. But so that's what I'm saying. It's so insensitive. But and another thing, I was kind of off tangent and stupid. I put a post because, you know, I'm a sports fan, as you know, a Chiefs fan. But Native Americans said, when a Florida State, Atlanta Braves and Chiefs go, hey, during football oh, games, God. it offends yeah. them. It offends yeah. them. These motherfuckers are still doing it. Yeah, of They're course still they are. Doing it. Yeah. Well, well, they, they, okay. the, from their perspective, we're overly sensitive, kind of like what you were saying about earlier about when we were talking about superheroes, trying to shove it down our throats about being politically correct. They don't really call it politically correct. Now it's something who knows what they call it these days, CRT and all of a sudden. Yeah. That's how they that's how they see it. Right, but Joe okay, Joe, but they like for a long time, um, I don't know if you know this, the Washington Redskins, they said Redskins is very expensive, you know, very offensive to Native Americans and indigenous people. So they've been telling them for almost close to eighty seven years, change the damn name. I'm not changing it. My father right. That damn Snyder, that's his name. My father had that name, and our, our fans wouldn't go for it. They said, after George Floyd, they, they said, yo, man, the, the sponsor said, you need to change that name. Well, it's a different generation, too. So right, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they did that. Yeah, they said, you need to change that name, right? But he fought tooth and nail for almost 60, 70 years about changing that name. If Native Americans say that, hey, but, it's a you know what? It needs to stop. But do you you didn't hear like because like I said the Chiefs played this weekend you know for the championship they played this weekend the announcer didn't say hey you guys need to stop that chant no 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 we're just gonna keep on doing it because they want to do it because they feel but you know when it's in their when it's in their financial interest they sure the hell will do it right but that but as Joe said but if somebody was saying hey man if something was called hey. They're saying jigaboo, 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 jigaboo. Oh, we got the fight. I'm fighting all 60,000 of y'all. We got the fight. Ain't nothing <laughs> funny about that. 
So if I want you to stop saying it like, yo, Jigaboo is offensive to black people. You yeah, need to right. stop saying it. You see what I'm saying? So if Native Americans say, hey, y'all doing that chant offends us and offends our culture, they need to stop doing it. Oh, no, no, no. They did it loud and proud this Sunday. Oh, they they were just going all in. Hey, oh, like, so, so this, Pat, because you know I don't... I mean, I, I don't follow sports, but I, I do know what I knew. I do know that obviously KC Chiefs, I've, I've seen the stadium in Kansas City, yada, yada. So I, I obviously know what you're talking about. But so they did it this past Sunday. Yeah, they do it. They do it all the time because they're called the Chiefs. Oh, oh so every time they play, they, those. Mm. They, they do it at, at Kansas City, right? And then, and then they do it at Atlanta because Atlanta, you know, Atlanta Braves. That's the name of the team, the Atlanta oh, Braves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, of course. They do it for the, the Florida State Seminoles. Uh, Florida State Seminoles, which is Seminoles, you know that's a real tribe in Florida. Right, Seminoles. right. Florida, um, maybe a little bit of Oklahoma, too, possibly. I'm yeah, sure. I think that, yeah, I think it might be some. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think there are some in Oklahoma. And then they have uh, the Cleveland Indians, and I think they changed their name to that. And they fought that to the nail, changed the Cleveland Indians because they got a racist picture of a uh, Native American with big teeth and a feather stuck out of his head. Right. And it was just it just looks racist. Hey, um, can I can I ask you this? And I've heard I've heard only one, I think maybe one person mm-hmm. mentioned this. What uh-huh. about um um in sports? I mean, what about the the one with the fighting Irish? What which one is that the Celtics? That's, that's Notre Dame. Now, is, that, Nor- okay. Notre Dame. is that is that amongst the same thing or is it a little bit different? No, it's a little bit different. Boston Celtics no, no. Why, why, why? As a non-sport sports person, can you explain to you why is that different? Okay. The the um, Boston Celtics, uh, basically, but, but basically, it's a. I don't know what a Celtic is, but their mascot. Well, is this is derived derived from Celtic, as in Irish. It's, okay. that, it's just another way of saying Irish. Irish. Yeah. Okay. Well, because but they're. Their their mascot basically is a leprechaun. Yes. So and like I like I said, the Celtics basically is derived from Celtic, which is another way of saying Irish. So okay. they're basically so so one could argue just like you're doing with Native Americans, you're kind of doing it with the Irish. Okay. So do do you think that's a false equivalency, or is there a little not, bit of yeah, a difference? It's a false equivalency, Joseph, because you don't have you don't have a lot of Irishmen. Uh, Irish people saying, "Hey, you need to change the Fighting Irish because that's derogatory, and you need to change the Celtics because that's derogatory." You don't, you don't see them protesting. Now, if they did, then hey, it needs to be changed. But uh, the Fighting Irish, I think that's probably more derogatory than anything because people are stereotyped. Like Irishmen always wanting to fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and yeah, the stereotype is they drink and they have a temper and yada yeah. yada. But but typically, no, that's a stereotype. For There's those no listening, that's a stereotype. That's not me saying that. That's a stereotype. Right. So what I so but if if Native Americans say, hey, that's offensive, it needs to stop. They've been saying Redskins for almost damn near hundred years is offensive. They and they just they just got that. Now it's called the Washington Commandos. It's not called the Redskins anymore, but it's called the Washington Commandos. Good. Um good. I think they changed the Cleveland Indians name. I gotta look. I think they changed that, that name, but the Atlanta Braves, the Seminoles, and the Chiefs are still doing it, and they're still doing that chant, which is if it, which is I got pissed off when I heard it. Like, listen, man, I'm a Chiefs fan, yeah. but um, like I would, Chiefs, I would too. Yeah, the Chiefs—they were the same fans that booed uh, the uh, the players 
when they try to show unity after the George Floyd situation. They try to show unity, they booed. So, shows you how racist they are. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, Joseph. Joseph, America is not going to change. Like, no, it's it's not. I mean, overall, no. America is basically she is a the woman that you see without her makeup. That's the best analogy I could do. She is that woman when she puts the makeup on. Oh, she is the most. Beautiful person in the world, like man, I'll do anything for to get with this woman, or at least, or at least have her. But when she takes her makeup off, and you see how ugly she really is, um, America has a problem with. Okay, America's looking in the mirror. I'm like, well, damn, am I really this ugly? Okay, if I am this ugly, I'm just gonna wear makeup every day so people can't see how ugly I am. That is America. She does yeah. not like. America is not what she thinks she is. She knows it. She knows under all that makeup and everything, she's a bitch. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the truth. I don't care who gets mad, but it's the truth. That's, that's what America is. Because they always refer to her as a her. America, that's what she is. Yeah, she yeah. is a bitch under all this makeup. That's what she is. I'm sorry. It's... So, because there ain't nothing worse when you see a beautiful woman that has a negative attitude. There's, there's nothing worse than that. I'd rather have um, a, 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 guy, a guy with a negative attitude. Who, who had a negative attitude? No, I'm just saying, you said there's nothing worse than seeing a woman with a negative attitude. What about a guy pretty, with a negative attitude? Well, there, well yeah, that, that'd be me. And we're pretty attractive. So... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Still. We're, pretty, we're pretty attractive. So it's um but... you know what here's another thing I noticed. Okay, I'm uh and I pointed this out to Denny, uh, my wife. She is she's white, but she's mixed, she's mostly um, she's, she's got, got a lot of like black foot, not black feet, black foot Indian. Uh her uh, her mom came from like the Mojave Desert area out of California, that that area. And, and some other German and some other mixtures. Now, so we talk, okay, land, okay, this is butter because we, we collect vintage and retro stuff. That's just a thing about us, about vintage comics and all that other stuff. But also like um, brands, you know, like uh, consumer brands. Um, Lando Lakes, uh, butter and, and milk and things like that. They used to have a Native American woman on there. Um, we there's an well, it's it's the latest one. It's one of the last ones I, time I've ever seen it. And now they just have the Lando Lakes without um, any any mascot at all on it. It's just the word Lando Lakes, no mm-hmm. Native Americans or any other. Now, why is that a big deal? Okay, think think about Mrs. Butterworth. And I'm I've noticed this about Swiss Miss chocolate. You know, that's that's out of I forgot which European country. Um, you know, out, you know, associated with um, Scan Scandinavian some some sort. That was Switzerland. Go ahead. Oh, Switzerland. Thank you. And I I I've drank that for years, and now you don't see a mascot at all. You don't see it, and uh, it's just it's just Swiss Miss maybe with some mountains, you know, just a little bit, or that's it. 
And I, I've been noticing that a lot lately and some other pro, um, uh, brands, products, and I, I don't remember which one. Well, uh, a lot of them are just together. Either that or replacing it with some kind of animal, something universal. Because of the culture wars about, and, and this is in thanks, in part, you know, thanks to the, to, to the millennials and uh, Gen Zers, because of the culture war fights about what you're talking about, how they're treating Native Americans. And so now a lot, and now it's probably, I'm sure for business reasons, like, well, we don't want to be bothered. We don't want to be protested. We, want, we don't want to be canceled. So let's just get rid of any mascots altogether. And mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's what's going on. So in addition to comic books, in addition to movies, in addition to sports, even in, in, in everyday grocery items, uh, the brands, even they're starting to drop altogether, just getting rid of all their um, mascots. So I just, um, I just wanted, to inter- I wanted to interject that because all different venues that we were just talking about, comic books, movies, sports, and even products, uh, grocery products, these are all battlefields in the culture wars. All of it. They're just so, battlefields. Okay. Uh, I try to, I try to uh, stay away from this. I, I got to switch gears for a second, Joseph. I try to stay yeah, away from yeah. this. It, it's but your show, bro. Yeah, but I want to I talk to you about this before, you know, our time's up. But Okay. Have you noticed, Joseph, with the, 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 the Tyree uh, uh, beating uh, nice young man. Apparently, he's he was like a beautiful young man. Is what they say from what I heard. Um, have you heard the Blue Lives Matter force out? Have you heard them Blue Lives Matter jo- cops have a tough job? Have you heard? Me. Oh, huh? Oh, there you go. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah. You cut for just like five seconds, but go ahead before you know before we lose each other. What were you saying? Okay, so. Have you heard, like, you know, so the guys that, that killed Tyree from the beating in, in Memphis, right? The, yeah, the black cop. Yeah, yeah. Five, five, well, actually, one white cop. But here's the thing, Joseph. Well, he, he, he tased him. And, but yeah, but yeah. who actually, actually killed him? We have to be real about this. It was the five black cops that killed him. But go, yeah, right. go ahead. Where is the Blue Lives Matter crowd out now? Oh, they're staying quiet. Right. They're, they they, they but black because it's you know on their side they're just being quiet right now because it's not it makes them look bad it's not popular to talk about cops right now they're, yeah they, they still support them yeah but you, you don't you don't you don't hear that when they're white cops that you say oh well white cops they, they have a tough job and everything else and they're black cops they're silent I told you they did this four oh, years I, ago I see, I see what you're saying I see yeah. I understand outwardly as much because they're black right there there, yeah, there, they're, there they're, might be some there may be something to that but i i my understanding from my experience and what i've seen in like on tv you know just they still support them even when they're black because they're seen as those are good negroes they're on our yeah. side because they're <laughs> cops they're and, and the fact that they're beating another black person well it shows that they can be professional they're not going to let of uh, their own brethren, they're not going to stop just because they're black. That's good. And I'm really simplifying because I'm making a point. Because that that is how they, in, in the principle, how they really see it. 
I'm sorry, but they do. They say that blue, that blue, they say blue thin line. It's a very big, thick line, if you ask me. Mm. But here's the thing, Joseph. Like I said, when when the black cop, when he shot that white woman accident in Minnesota four years ago, there was no, you know, it, it was an accident. He killed her on accident. It wasn't like he didn't mean to, you know, oh, when he went to court, he got charged. Oh. And they kicked his black ass to jail. Yeah, but where the blue lives matter? Of course. Of course right he got. Now, yeah, I'm still here. Uh, keep in mind, here, here's, there's, now there's, even amongst the media, uh, MSNBC or CNN or wherever, you know, I, I don't listen to or read right wingers, so I don't listen to them. But you can see that they're, they're, they're a little kind of, not confused, but mixed in how to respond. Because, A, because the, the cops, it was the black cops. The, the white guy, the first, that's not seen. And he tased him, that's true. But he did not beat, that white guy did not beat um, uh, Tyre. The black cops did. Okay, we have to be real about that. Okay, number one. Number two, the the uh, the captain of the cops. She's black. Yeah, chief. Yeah. Okay, she's in charge. She and she used to work in Atlanta, as as I understand. Uh, so she, she, you know, she has a. She kind of did the same things over there. There's some people starting to kind of wonder about her, um, amongst among Americans. It sounds like some people are starting to kind of wonder about her. Um, I. I I don't have much, you know, knowledge of what's going on with that, but I just got that sense from just, you know, the media. And uh, there's one other, there's one other layer too. I, I forgot what it is, but yeah, it's, but keep in mind, it is everybody just about involved is black in this situation. That doesn't change anything for me personally, because in the end, still a young black man that's dead, unarmed black man. So, like, like as we start off this conversation, according to Washington Post, approximately one thousand people were over. It was over one thousand people that were killed by cops just from twenty twenty two, and since twenty fifteen, it's, it's over ten thousand people that have been killed by cops. Well, I got a little something. I got a little. I got a little story to tell you that you might not believe. What's that? One of the cops, the guy Tyree, who they killed. He was dating one of the cop's ex-girlfriends. He was dating her. Oh, Ty, 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 was it Tyree or Tyree yeah, or Tyree? Yeah. No, Tyree, I, I, can't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I think it's right, Tyree. But... I think it's Tyree, but anyway. Okay. He, he, but was, he, was, he was dating. He was dating. The cop's ex-girlfriend. Huh. Interesting. So, that's what I'm saying. They think this might have been calculated because he was, you know, he's been trying to get his ex back and he couldn't get her back because she was with him. So they're saying that's this could be I, I I have not heard that. So I'm gonna have to look into that. Interesting. Yeah, look into that. And um, it's really but wouldn't but wouldn't five cops be overkill though? Uh, I don't know. Not I, not when you're that angry. I guess not when you get not when it comes to love. I guess if you hmm. really and apparently I mean, it's, po it's possible, but I don't know. Well, it's but you know, it, it's, it's let me say because I know I know you're making a point, but. It's, it's interesting that you say that. Now I have to read. I have to do a little research on my own because I was one. I was thinking about this. Usually there's and again, it's not true. It's not justified. But given how crime, given how people who have criminal intent, whether it's racist based or just crime in general, 
there's always a subterfuge. That's to say a fake reason for them to you know, pull us, black, pe- black men, over. Uh, whether it's a tail light that's out, you're speeding, you're driving without your, your, your uh, seatbelt on, there's usually some foot in the door, some excuse to, to stop us. Yeah. This, this situation, and a lot of other people have been asking, they just opened the damn door and pulled him yeah. out. Yep. So it, so the reason why I'm bringing that up, Jerome, what you said about him, uh, Tyree, um, was or had dated an ex? Oh, no, was, because uh, you said still with him. I guess that would kind of make sense because it's kind of like, well, why did you stop him to begin with? Of, of all the cars, you know, um, uh, Memphis is a, is a fairly big city. I mean, of all the cars to stop, why'd you stop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then this is what I heard in one of the streaming news, uh, MSNBC or wherever it was. One of the, because, and I, and, and let me, can I say this real quick, Jerome? I mm-hmm. never told, I maybe I did tell you this behind the scenes. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but back in 2004, I was a, I, I did a radio dispatch job for the University of Nebraska Lincoln cops. I was a dispatcher for for one month. Now, um, uh, and this when now things were starting to change. So it's not like the old days where there's like a little radio. It was it was on the computer. So you know it was it was kind of high tech even for back then, back in 2004. But I I did radio dispatch because okay. that that was at the time I I can't believe I I would never do that now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would never do that now. But I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe I did that. I was so desperate back in two thousand four. I was so desperate for a job. Uh, I was still married to my first wife. It, it probably because I because my kids were young. You know they they, they weren't even five years old yet. Uh, two two daughters, um, they're 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 close in age. So they probably because I was desperate for a job, and you know I was, I was trying to be responsible. And at the time, that was a job that was offered to me. So I, I just I just wanted to interject that I'd forgotten all about that. But yeah, for for a short time, it was only one month. It didn't work out, and I left. But yeah, I was a radio dispatcher for UNL, the the university police. Oh, and wow. let me let me say this, and I'm, again, I'm not going to give any details away. One of the things I do remember, they do, and I want everyone to listen to this. They do pay attention to what bumper sticker you have, and if you have certain dents, they pay attention to that so they can track you if they need to. I'm just saying that from experience. Just keep that in mind. And I'm not going to give any other details outside of that, but they do keep track of that. Um, yeah, it's, a. Uh, I think it's a shame that us black people have to pay taxes for us to kill us, man. That's really sad, bro. I mean, like I said, you, you mean- I don't understand. Yeah, but, uh, it's, it's like a sad story all the way around, man. It's really sad. Get out of yeah. there. My wife's cat. Um, the reason why I said that to your drone, because I, I think a lot of people forget this, what you just said. Police, municipal police, 
that's just the word municipal city. It's just another word for city. And our taxes go, that's how uh, cops, that's how their bill, that's how they're paid is from our taxes as citizens, because it's at the city level and they're paid through for it from our taxes. How the hell should we, our taxes as, as any citizens, quite frankly, but of course it, it's, it's usually us, African-American, specifically black men, because we're the one who gets beat up and killed the most. Let's just be real about this. And mm-hmm. they, always, they, always, they always talk about one or two women, but it is black men who get killed like 98% of the times, okay? So let's just be real. We have to be real about this, okay? And, and for that matter, if you're going to say, well, women, well, they also kill a few white people too. So if you're going to do that, then we, we need to include everybody that they kill, all right? Okay, but it's mostly us, black men, that unarmed black men that get killed, Okay. That's you and I, Jerome. Um, mm-hmm. That could be one of us at any any day. The only thing is we're a little bit older. Our taxes go to pay for cops. And what you just said, it makes no sense that our taxes go to pay for bastards like that who hate us so much that they want to kill us just because of our genetics. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is why a lot of people don't understand when uh, it's not realistic. I, I'm I'm sympathetic to this, but it's not realistic about defunding the police, about getting rid of the police uh, structure and replacing it. Or maybe I am sympathetic to that for said reason, what I just said, but it's not realistic. No more than do you remember a few years ago when uh, a lot of us lefties, not myself, but people on the left were, um, though I would be in favor of it. It's just it's not realistic. We're saying get rid of ICE. The um oh my goodness I f- I'm forgetting the acronym it's it's uh, as the uh, in regards to the border the co- the border police yeah immigration customs Immi- from, I can't remember Immi- thank so. you immigration customs uh and, and enforcement and enforcement that's what the East stands for okay. and uh, that was like seven years because I remember um uh, Hillary Clinton was running for president at the time so how did that go we still have ICE now on the right end of the spectrum. A lot of right wingers are trying to say since now that they've taken the house back on, under so-called um, Speaker McCarthy, so-called. Um, now they want to, of course, get rid of the IRS. That no. just like ICE, that's not going to happen, you know, because you know that's not going to happen. So what I'm saying is, I'm sympathetic to those who think that we should defund the police. Um, it's just not going to happen because it's it's too integral, and most and and people are too. What we're going to do when we want to run across, um, uh, um, you know, criminals, um, what, what are you going to do? Well, defend. Mm-hmm. We, we, need this, we need to stop relying on cops, mm. in my personal opinion. All right. So, because, you know, we got like, I got 10 minutes okay. left. I got to call my boss. But okay. I want to ask you this, though. I'm going to let you have the last word. I want to ask you this, though, Joe says. Thank you. For, at first, first, thank you for coming on tonight, man. I, was, I, hope, Ab- I hope people are going to do a lot for this. Um, they're gonna get a lot from this podcast because I really think they are. I'm being dead serious. Um, let me ask you this, though, Seth. Okay, as a leftist, I want you to tell people because you know I'm purple now. So when I say purple, that means I'm an independent people. They don't understand that. An independent voter, swing voter, basically. So, what would you say to the people that are on the right? 
because remember, I used to be on the right. What do you say to people on the right that say, why would we want to defund the, defund the police with uh, with uh, mass shootings going up and crime going up? What was your take on that? I, I'm just curious what you think. Yeah, it, no, it's that's a very good question. And that that's a conundrum. And that's something that I think a lot of um, my fellow lefties haven't really thought through mm-hmm. um, properly, in my personal opinion. Or maybe they have and they don't care. My to expect us to get rid of the police and actually in Seattle after George Floyd situation there um, and, and, and no surprise Seattle you know they tend to be very radicalized out there leftist radicalized which is kind of refreshing for a change because it seems like most of the 98% of the times the most radicalized uh, group is always on the right it's kind of nice to see someone radicalized on the left um, out in, 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 in a polite society but I'm sorry I'm being honest but anyway, they, they try to do something like that in Seattle um, during the George Floyd protest. That's where it started off. And, 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 and it, it, it lasted for like most of uh, 2020. But uh, um, they, they blocked off certain parts of uh, Seattle, downtown Seattle. And, uh, and a lot of the, the leftists, and I mean leftists as an anarchist, socialist, and an ultra leftists in that and over there, um, they they were setting up their own little like camp, their own little um, communal, uh, you know, civilization, sub civilization. They tried blocking it off, and and they did it kind of successfully. But someone ending ended up getting shot. I don't remember the circumstances. It's been a few years now, um, and of course, no surprise, Jerome. That brought it, and when that person was shot, I don't remember what happened. Then the person died area that 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 little zone i forgot what they called it uh progressives and of course people were like see i told you and now what are you going to do call the cops now and it, it kind of dissolved after that so that that was the closest experiment if you will to talk when uh, during the george floyd back in three we can say three years now going, going mm-hmm. on just just a few weeks shy of three years uh, uh, we could say that that was kind of an experiment and see um, trying to do without the cops, uh, at least in certain areas. Um, some people are saying we should relegate cops more to like more extreme situations when it's, it's purely violent and something more like if someone's having a medical, you know, some some kind of situation where it's, it's just more of like um, a conflict because someone um, they're not on their meds and they're tripping out and. Uh, don't call the cops, but call like a social worker or, or some kind of medical person. So there, there's that strain of thought that maybe it's more of reform versus, you know, it's the same it's the same thing that we hear a lot about reform versus revolution, so to speak. And, and um, me personally in, in all this, I don't know, to be honest with you, Jerome, I, I am definitely not a friend of the cops. I, I, I definitely am sympathetic to um, if not getting rid of the structure of the police system that we have, relegating them to, uh, so I, I guess you could say I'm kind of in between as far as that goes, like more extreme situations. Mm-hmm. But um, but I but so I, I'm not 100 percent sure. But it, we definitely have to change what's going on because there's just no way in hell we can keep going with a thousand over a thousand people, according to Washington Post, being being killed by cops every goddamn year. Mm-hmm. Citizens. Uh, um, now you know. I, I'm sure some of it's 
situations, uh, someone maybe is being violent, or in some cases, maybe it's like Tyree or Tyree situation, you know, mm-hmm. like George Floyd's situation. I haven't heard the details. I just heard about it. I need to read and do some research on what the Washington Post, because they're keeping track of this since 2015. So I mm-hmm. need to do a little bit more research on my own. But the, the raw numbers, what I heard is like over a thousand a year killed by cops. So that something obviously is off. Mm-hmm. So there's no, uh, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, and, and I'm sure there are good cops, but I'm sorry, that's not enough to offset a thousand, over a thousand people killed every year by cops. Um, can I, uh, can I end it on a note? I kind of, I, I was going to let you end it, but can I say something? If you, if you, yes, your show, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but you know, you're my guest. So I, I, I was trying to be, well, a, thank you. Yeah. Um, the problem with the police is um, the problem, I would say, just, just, just in America, the problem with America is, especially with when you're black and, and, and white people call the police on you, the problem is it's always about stopping or arresting a problem. When you see a, a person that, that's, has, that's addicted to drugs or alcohol, like stuff like that, arresting him solves nothing. When you try to uh, stop gang violence, something like that, trying to arrest their problem, the police is a gang. You can't stop a gang with a gang. I'm just letting you know right now, it's not gonna, it's not gonna work. What happens is we go with a black and white solution to great problems. You still there, and, Jerome? Yeah, can you hear me? Did you hear what I said? Yeah, uh, you cut out for like five seconds. Oh, shoot. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Okay. Did you hear? Okay, like, well, okay, well, I'll start over though. Okay, so uh, you you can't you cannot stop a gang with a gang. It's about the last yeah, part. Okay, 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 cool. You can't stop a kid. You can't stop a gang with a gang. That's not how it works. Okay, the police. That's what the police is a gang. Um, what we we what we expect okay, I'm stuttering. What they try to do is the police. They try they try to make black and white solutions for great problems, and anybody knows. With a great problem, if you do it to the black, it's not going to work. Use the white, it's not going to work. So that's why I think defunding the police, it should be called reform the police because it just sounds better. But I understand when they say defund the police. What what I'm ever saying, you can't arrest, you cannot send armed men to solve every problem. Because when you send armed men to solve every problem, this shit's bound to happen. We give them a baton, a gun, pepper spray. Uh, a shotgun, so on and so on. When you do that, and you bring all them um, them variables to the situations, bad shit like this is going to continue to happen. You know, is this you know, let's call spade a spade. Bad like shit's going to continue to happen because you keep trying to arrest a problem that you can't. You know, what I'm saying that you can't arrest. Every case, every situation is different. And you cannot use the same tactic every case. You can't. And that's what's wrong with the police. We try to use the same tactic for a drug addict, rapist, murderer, and everything else. You should not be treating a drug addict like a rapist or a murderer. You shouldn't. I agree. I agree. Right? You know what I'm saying? So when you send black and white solutions to great problems, you're going to keep getting messages like this. Don't worry. And Tyree, you know what I'm saying? I hope he rests in peace. I hope his family gets all the money. They, they're, going, they're going to get paid for this. I hope they get. I hope they get oh, fifty yeah. million. You know what I'm saying? But Tyree, he's not going to be the last one. 
in three or four months, we're gonna, have a, we're gonna have another case just like this in a different city. It's just gonna I keep happening. Be, I think it, I think it'd be a shorter time than that, actually. Unfortunately, okay, then yeah, I was just being generous, you know. Yeah, I, think just, yeah, I understand. But, I understand. But yeah, so you know, it, 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 you know, and I, you know, I'm not. What you said was true too, though. But like I said, you cannot arrest every problem, and that's what's wrong with the police. We, you have to take everything by case by case basis. It's because I did it with this black person doesn't mean I should do it with this black person. If I did it with this Latin person, I shouldn't. Do, I should do it with this Latin person. No, 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 no. That's no. not how it works. The police are black and white, and we have great problems in this country, and that's where the issue is. That's what I'll just end it with that. So. I hear you. Well, that, well, well said, my brother. Well said. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so, okay. So, now, yeah, you got a lot of research to do, man. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. But yeah. it's life. Life is research. Well, I appreciate it, Jerome. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to just uh, tell your book this one last your book? Plug your book one last time. Oh so, well, thank you. I appreciate. It. Thank, yeah. thank you, Jerome. My my yeah. latest one is my it's my eighth uh, paperback book. It's it's called um, Omnibus. Paranormal E stories. Plug in Joseph Moore and you just Google Joseph Moore. It'll come Amazon to come up or Barnes and Noble and help you. You can sample it if you if you don't want to buy it or you don't have the money. You can you can buy it cheaply. You can, you can get the ebook version or paperbacks. Not too expensive. It's, it's less than fifteen dollars. So you know. Thank you, Jerome. I appreciate it. Oh, anytime, man. Yeah, so this has been the Jaywalk Podcast, and uh, me and my man, Joe Seth, we out. Right, Joe? Yeah, peace <laughs> out, man. I'll, I'll see All you right, around. Later, Joe. Okay. Take care.